0: Hi, listeners, and welcome to Behind the Suits CAP podcast, podcast created for our warranted students where exclusively CAPs will be interviewing other CAPs, students, employers, recruiters, and more to bring advice to you about exploring your future. My name is Charlotte, and I'm so excited to present this week's episode that is centered around all things study abroad, and how experiences in a new country can contribute to your career success. In a moment, you all all will meet my good friend, Olivia, who is one of Heavener's International Program student assistants. And she'll be joining me to offer some advice and wisdom about how to get the most out of studying abroad, personally and professionally. On to the episode. Hi, everyone. I'm Charlotte Rosenberg. I'm an undergraduate CAP, a business administration one. Uh, I'm also minoring in French and sustainability studies Uh, and in the future I want to work for an international corporation and potentially use uh, my understanding of the French language which is why I'm here in Paris and today I also am on the call with my friend Olivia or Libby for short and she is one of the IPSAs for the Havana Abroad Program so she's going to introduce herself as well and we're going to answer a bunch of questions for you guys.
1: All right. Hey, everyone. My name is Livy Vasiliotis. I'm a third year business administration major uh, with a specialization in sustainability studies. I'm also in the artificial intelligence certificate, and I just started the combined master of international business program. So super excited for that. Um, I got to study abroad in London last summer with Charlotte. That's how we know each other. Really cute plug right there. Um, But yes, I also am super interested in working abroad in the future. I've always kind of been interested in working overseas. And so that's uh, the main reason I decided to study abroad in London specifically. It has um, the city aspect of it and also the countryside really close to the water. And so that kind of satisfies both of those parts for me. Um, and then it led me to apply for the Combined International Business Program at UF because I loved it so much, and I learned so much about international business and realized that that's something that I want to pursue as a career in the future.
0: Awesome. Well, just to start off, uh, I wanted to ask you how you grew personally when you were in London, studying abroad and interning as well. How did that um, lead you to develop as, you know, a student, but also just as someone in your young adult era trying to learn about life and also learn about different aspects of the world
1: yeah so studying abroad um i think everyone's gonna grow in some way whether they really go after it or not you're being pushed out of your comfort zone and kind of thrown into this new environment that you may have never seen before and you're on your own maybe you know some people in your program maybe you don't um for me personally I went with one other girl that I knew before, but uh, other than that, in our big London program, I didn't know uh, many other people. So I was really nervous, but also excited to like meet them, but we're gonna go through this really really hard change together. And uh, specifically for my program, it was three months long. So I took classes there and I also did an internship. I was really nervous about the internship, didn't know what to expect. And so I grew a lot from being constantly out of my comfort zone and having to adapt quickly, to learn quickly. Um, There were a ton of resources that were given to us to help us adapt, uh, but you do have to put in the effort to, like, utilize those resources and make sure that you're taking care of yourself and you're uh, taking care of each other as well. So, yeah, I would say growing a lot from all of the constant newness of it and then, like, as for the internship goes, that's just a whole other sort of like development within you because it's also professional and like intercultural and your communication skills are going to have to improve because you're interacting with people from so many at least for me I interacted with people from so many different countries not just the UK so that was just a whole other sort of growth Um, but I definitely gained a lot from that experience and I'm very very grateful that I got to do that awesome
0: um, and for me as well, so this is actually my second time studying abroad, as Livy hinted out before, I did the London program this summer, um, which I wanted to do because I also am really interested in working abroad. So the internship aspect was really appealing to me to have that sort of experience on my resume, but also to kind of have a preview of what life could look like in the future. Uh, And right now I'm here in Paris because I want to work on personal growth, but also really work on my French. Um, I ideally will be able to use it on the day to day in the future. And right now I am taking a French class, um, an advanced French class here um, with an actual, you know, French guy who's a French professor and he rides his bike (laughs) into school, which has been a really awesome experience. Um, And of course, I've had great And amazing professors at UF, but being at school in the US is so different than being in Paris, where everyone around me is speaking the language that I'm trying so hard to really get a grasp on. So, um, definitely been a challenge in some ways, but I think that there's a lot of different ways that you can grow both personally, you know, through going through challenges of, you know, potentially feeling, feeling alone, but then. You also have these awesome opportunities to meet new people and to learn new languages and skills. So lots of great personal development. Um, but I also today really wanted to focus on why people should study abroad and kind of get past the stigma of like it being, you know, a silly time in the summer. Like, yes, of course, it is fun to study abroad, but also you learn a lot of skills that you can apply in interviews and you can apply in your actual job and talk about with recruiters um, that not every kid has the chance to experience and international studies are one of the four pillars of heavener. So um, Livy, I just want to see kind of what your experience, like what did you gain from your internship? I know you touched on it a little bit, but how can you use that experience, um, you know, when talking to a recruiter? Like, what would you highlight? Maybe um, what were the challenges? Anything that you want to share with with our listeners?
1: Yeah, I think, um, like, right off the bat, recruiters and just, like, other people that you might be interviewing with are very drawn to study abroad because it does take a certain type of person to, like, go out there, like go overseas for however long. Like it's a very scary but also exciting experience. And like not everyone wants to do it. So it like is very interesting to put that on a resume. I kind of shaped it on my resume in a way where I talked more about my internship at Cycle, which I'll talk more about later. But I talked more about my internship in London and kind of describes what I did. And then um At the bottom of my resume, I just put, like, FIE, study and intern program, UF in London, stuff like that. And then usually people will ask me about cycle, specifically, like, my internship there. And then I'll kind of wrap it into, like, my entire study abroad experience. But, yeah, through interning... Um, I was a sales and marketing intern, so I got to strengthen my skills with that. I did a lot of market research, made a lot of spreadsheets, used uh, Excel a lot, HubSpot, and Airtable. So, those were two um, programs that I had never used before. So, that was really nice that I got to learn uh, how to use HubSpot and Airtable. I didn't realize that they are also used pretty frequently in the US, so that was cool. Um, But definitely, like, strengthen my marketing and sales skills, my research skills. I had the tasks of like negotiating with different clientele, reaching out to different clientele, trying to form partnerships, collaborations, planning Zoom calls, all of that stuff. So that was really nice. Um, and then overall with the study abroad aspect, like being in a different country, um, my internship was mostly made up of people from Italy or Spain, but it was based out of the UK. So a lot of the clients that I was interacting with were from different European countries. So this heavily improved my intercultural fluency. Like I had to change my approach depending on who I was talking to and what culture I was coming from. Um, It's very different to talk to somebody from the UK than it is to talk to someone from Italy, than someone from America, from Japan, from whoever. And so I was constantly learning like, okay, this works and this doesn't with this type of person. And it was so interesting. And so I just became obsessed with like learning everything about the culture and how to interact and if I need to be more direct, more indirect, and just like how to use um, my advantages or how to use my um, knowledge to my advantage. And so I learned a lot from that and I grew a lot in that way where I feel very confident that I can interact successfully with anyone from any country that I'm, you know, informed about. And so that was really interesting for me and why I like want to pursue international business now. But I usually hone in on that when I talk about my experience interning um, abroad because I feel like that's a very valuable skill. And also just, like, being an adept learner, like, being thrown um, a lot of very, like, I don't know, peculiar tasks. Like, some days I would be on Zoom calls, um, trying to negotiate partnerships. And then other days I'd be, like, driving packages, not driving, but walking packages, like, to ups or to it was like royal mail but like i would be packing different um like products and then just like taking them it was a whole different types of tasks but um always had to be on my toes always had to adapt and learn quickly because it is a short internship so uh that's also a skill that i like to highlight because that can be placed in any internship or job in the future being able to learn very quickly um is a very valuable skill to have yeah definitely
0: um And I think that's something um, that both of us experienced is that first, we both worked for um, businesses that were in the sustainability front, which is what both of us want to pursue. So I think that something to consider when you're applying to study abroad is that there are opp- opportunities to have a really specialized internship where you can be gaining these skills. Um, And then something else that I experienced was that I was working for a startup with only five employees other than myself. So I was essentially like a sixth worker for the company. The things that I was doing weren't always getting approved by my supervisor because they didn't have the manpower to be checking everything. So I think that for me personally, I learned a lot about having to hold myself accountable and hold myself to this really high standard of, you know, I'm publishing these products for the world to see for viewers to see for these people who are shopping for sustainable products. Um, And someone isn't always like grading my work, you know, this is like bigger than school. So it was a really great hands on work experience that I maybe wouldn't have gotten in the US because I feel like a lot of internships are a lot more structured, especially with the bigger corporations that people tend to work with. But interning abroad, and especially for a startup, you have these opportunities to do things you'd never even imagine. Um, And I think it's also, you know, that intercultural fluency, working with people who live in a different country is extremely fascinating. (laughs) Like. I I personally am a big snacker and my boss would always go in the middle of the day and like go grab a croissant and he's like I need my snack break and I feel like in American culture it's very much like lunch break work all day and he was very much like I'd rather stay an extra hour and go on a walk outside or enjoy my day which it, it just introduces a new perspective of how different people in different countries can have a different work day but still get the same amount of things accomplished.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. A lot more fluidity in like a work day in the UK than I would picture in the US. Totally agree. I think it was so surprising for me to see like the hour and a half lunch breaks where everyone's just chatting and talking about their weekend, about their trips, about their family. And then like staying those extra hours after a lot of vacation time, but also like work and vacation um, I had a hybrid kind of setup. So when I wasn't on Zoom or um, talking through Telegram or Slack or different um, communication forms like that, um, I would go to a co-working space in London. And um, there I was working with different members of like the sister company to cycle. And so it was cool to meet them and also help their company out a little bit since people would work together with the same clientele. And then the two founders of my personal company would work there when they were in town and they were constantly like coming and going going on business trips but also like they would go and like bring their family but also do business it was just so cool to see like them mix business with pleasure and just like um a lot like charlotte's had a lot less structure than i would imagine in the u.s but uh i kind of enjoyed it it seemed like they were very passionate about what they were doing for work and just like it became a part of them in a way.
0: Yeah. Um, and I would also say that um, something that I I really took to heart and something that I also have been able to include on my resume, uh, which is something I want to ask you about in a second, Levy. Um, but is the fact that I was given a lot of autonomy, uh, autonomy. And so I did a lot of like my own personal research for digital advertising strategies and I presented it to them and now they use this portfolio that I created. And I I mean, I'm sure they edited it and also added their own opinions, but I was able to kind of put my own spin on what they were doing, um, which is one benefit for working for a startup, but also just you know something that I'm able to add to my professional development is that. I've had this opportunity that not many people have the opportunity to really take advantage of. Yeah. Okay, so Livy, this is the actual technical question, but how have you incorporated what you've learned from study abroad, but also like your internship? And I know you mentioned you put FIE at the bottom of your resume, but like which skills from your internship have you focused on in your bullet points on your resume?
1: Um, On my resume, I have, well, let's get really technical with it. I have three bullet points below Cycle. I first give like a little, it's like a little phrase just describing what Cycle is because it is such a small startup company based out of the UK. So I just put that there just so people know, because if you search it in the US, I'm not sure you will get the exact company I'm referring to because it is a UK company. Um, And then I talked about how I used a lot of, um, like, computer programs to organize spreadsheets regarding, like, competitors, um, possible clientele, just um, how our stores are doing in different countries across the, uh, like, across Europe. And so that was a lot of my task for just, like, making these spreadsheets of data and then presenting it to my team. And so similar to Charlotte, we had about 11 people. So, again, I had a pretty, like, big stance in the company I wasn't just like lost in the sea of people um, and so in every single meeting we had everyone goes around and you know shares what they found so I would have to have something ready to present every single day or every single it was, I think we presented like twice a week so like I would um, share the research that I had done and then share the uh, spreadsheet that I had made the presentation that I had made for them um, so I included that on my resume I also awesome. talked about the intercultural skills. I think the communication skills that I gained were so vital for me now in the future. I feel so much more confident to speak professionally and to present in front of a group of people, especially when you have that big of a role as an intern. You like Charlotte said, I was doing so many different tasks and a lot of it wasn't getting approved. And like, they would glance over it and be like, yeah, that's good. Okay, go ahead and email them, set up a call and close the deal. Like, this is, you're going to be in charge of these clients. And like, and that I've never done that before. So I was like, okay, yeah. I got this. Like you kind of just have to figure it out. And so I kind of reworded that more professional way and put it on my resume um, because I learned a lot from, you know, interacting with these different European clients as an American intern who's still a junior in college right. and, you know, <laughs> kind of pretending like I know what I'm doing, but, you know, learning what my you know, supervisors had taught me and, right. Speaking with them, I am would obviously like CC all of them on all the emails and stuff, but, right, but it wasn't like they were watching every move I made. Yeah, no, that's definitely
0: something awesome and something that's really unique to especially what we were doing. Um, and so finally, I just want to go over what our final takeaways were from study abroad and then your best piece of advice for someone considering interning abroad.
1: Yeah. So my final takeaway from study abroad was it ended up being so much better than I expected. Like I was so excited going into it. Oh my gosh, I get to live and work in London. Like that's crazy. But um, I ended up coming back with like Charlotte and friends that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. Truly, you go through the program um, with other people. And so like that is honestly some of the biggest advice I give to people because as an IPSA I have to like give information sessions regarding study abroad and I always say look if you have questions about like scholarship or finances or academics housing logistics anything like that please come to me I can tell you all you need to know but regarding your personal experience like what to expect with the culture and the adaptation like like just let the excitement run through your brain like just let it come take it a day like, take it day by day. I don't want to spoil it for you because it's scary, but then it's, like, so exhilarating. Um, and then I always say, like, reach out to the people in your program. Put the effort in to get close to the people in your program because you all have to be there for each other. There were times where I know Charlotte and I were very homesick, and um, I was so grateful to have you there with me because it was like we, we figured it out together. We made it through it together, but it's, it's not going to be – Super exciting and amazing every single day. You might, you know, some days you might really miss your parents, you might really miss your family, you might miss, like, just you know, America. Who knows? But, Jesus, yeah, really, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So, my biggest piece of advice truly is to like put in the effort to make those relationships with the people in your program because of how niche your experience is and like they are there you guys are in it together, might as well, you know, go throughout it together. So right. I always like to add that on. And then one last little thing I like to add is a lot of, I we talk about this a lot with Ipsos, but a lot of times students um, are really excited about studying abroad because they want to like travel all over Europe. And um, it can be kind of overwhelming to see a lot of people traveling and have open weekends and you want to go to all these different countries, which is super exciting. I think one rule of thumb to just start out with is take it in circles, like take it in zone. So you first get there, you have your home, like learn your home. For us, it was South Kensington, this little cute town, there, mm-hmm. I don't even know city, um, and then go off from there. So then we had London, outer London, we explored that. And then from there, you can keep going outwards. So like for me, it was like going around the UK. We went to Wales, we went to Edinburgh. And then like from there, maybe Paris, Italy, Amsterdam, whatever you want it to be. That's just like my personal experience, for example. But yeah, I think to kind of keep the overwhelming feelings down, um, you just, you start small and you go right. from there, like learn your immediate area before, you know, you get on a easy jet flight to right. Mars.
0: <laughs> learn how to take the two <laughs> before you're going to the airport, you know?
1: Yeah. Thank you. There you go.
0: Anyways. So I would say that, I mean, most of my final takeaways reflect exactly what Libby said. You know, she's the professional, she knows how to say it. Um, But I also think that it's, um, you know, there's so many resources, especially when in Heavener, to figure out how to study abroad. There's scholarships available, there are people who are there to support you academically. Um, And so there's always going to, you know, hopefully be a way for this to happen. Um, And I would just encourage people to, really really take a look at how you can at least study abroad but studying abroad and interning abroad at least I know for the two of us was a really great experience not only for you know us as people per- personally but also professionally for not only just our resume but for our life we have these you know lifelong experiences memories but also internships that we can now apply into our future so um. definitely lots of ripple effects from studying abroad and I think that the best piece of advice that I can give is to really treat your neighborhood like it's your neighborhood you know like Livy said like make it your home find your bakery find your you know favorite spot to grab cookies find your coffee shop like for us in London we had the pret subscription and we would go and get <laughs> yeah. coffees like two or three times a day because we were having so much fun we weren't sleeping as much because we were always just you know hanging out going to Hyde Park doing our internships during the day
1: yeah
0: going to the French market we love studying there so like find your places that make this other space that's you know completely foreign to you feel like home um so yeah I really appreciate everyone for
1: listening Livy I don't know if you have anything you want to add no, well, I think you covered it all very well said. I just want to thank you for asking me questions, for having me. Yeah, and Livvy, I'm so appreciative of you for coming on. You know,
0: Livvy's our expert. If you guys ever have any questions, please, please, please ask our IPSAs. They love study abroad so much that now they yes, are the face please. of having our study abroad. Um, And again, on the professional development side, if you ever have any questions about how to make your study abroad experience apply to your you know professional growth. That's when you come to the CAP office. And we'd love to have you guys. So I hope everyone has a great day and go study abroad. Go travel.